Hello, all. <laughs> okay, it's Monday night. Yes. We've just finished watching... My, Two hours uh, of Bachelor in Paradise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is terrible. It's... Two hours of literally nothingness. <laughs> so we hope that you watched it and you feel just as good about yourself as we do. We have a really exciting interview coming up. Yes. On a in a couple of note. minutes. Um, it's our Robbie, biggest interview yet. I think so. The Robbie, highest up on the food chain of bachelorism. Robbie Hayes graced us with his presence. Um, and we're going to get to that really soon. But first we just want to... He was wearing a white baseball cap. He was ripped. He was wearing a he tank top. just as good looking as he is on The Bachelorette. Let's talk about the, last night's episode of The Bachelorette really quickly. I mean, <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. I think the hottest, grossest couple should go first. Also the one that, you know, probably garnered the most attention this week. There was some drama pre-rose ceremony. Uh-huh. Amanda and sweaty Josh. Pizza Lovin'. Josh. Greasy fingers. Moaning when he eats and kisses you, Josh. Yeah. He, I, I really, I think that I would choose Nick Vile over Josh any day of I the would week. choose literally any other guy on in paradise Josh over Josh. Josh is hot for like five seconds until he speaks. I can't or believe. sweats through a shirt. I can't believe he was such a fan favorite on Andy's season because I find him repulsive. Well, I also think his hair is super dyed black. And sooner or later, it's going to sweat onto his face. Right. <laughs> he literally he sweat through his entire shirt. It was see-through. And Amanda's like, yeah, it's really hot out. <laughs> <laughs> and in bed, she's like, you're really sweaty. It's so gross. But the producers do such a good job of, like, zooming in on his greasy fingers. Ooh. They know what they're doing. They, they have know, fun with Paradise. They're like, what they will do. people tweet about? Okay. Sweaty fingers. Um, <laughs> um, so basically, Evan, we left off last week. Yeah. Evan was out of seemingly nowhere vying for Amanda's heart, interrupting her makeout with Josh. You know, he gave it the yeah. old college try. And, but... she, and she was sweet. She, she has proven that her reputation of being sweet is true because she was touched. Um, but of course, Evan was, you know, shut down. Um, but he wouldn't give up. He still warned Amanda that. And he's like, I heard about this book. I'm like, mm, I wonder where you heard that from five minutes ago. <laughs> he's like, I just heard about it. So I'm going to now pull you aside again. He warns her that Andy's book had not so favorable things to say about Josh. And then Nick Vile gets on the train, too, and he also warns Amanda. So then Carly's bored. And Evan has been shut down by Amanda. So he's like, I love Carly. Like, what? <laughs> Two seconds ago, you were, like, here for Amanda. Carly's just, like, bored out of her mind. She kind of loves Evan's crazy and ends up making out with him at the end of the episode. There was also a very questionable moment where, like, Evan was like dead. Like Evan died yeah. and, then he's, and like, could not be revived. Like, okay. And they're like, are you really hurt? He's like, mm -hmm. Carly's like, are you fucking kidding me? But then they still end up making out. So that was so weird. I'm not giving up Come on, on yet. Carly. 
I actually do kind of want them to fall in love. Me too. Shout out for the Muppets reference, the yeah, two old funny. guys in the stands. Whenever anyone references like something cultural or <laughs> like something funny. Something other than why does this keep happening to me? Our connection is so up. beautiful. Or like just how their date was. Carly's um, the I'm only thrilled. person that says anything of value. Yep. That's and why they got to keep her around. consistently rip on her for not having good style. Her hair is disgusting. Her eyebrows are terrible. We're so mean. But We're you know so what? mean. There's a reason why she's there. So, okay. Evan and Carly, we'll see where they end up next week. I think they're going to. Sarah and Damn married. Daniel. It's never going to go anywhere beyond the Sarah show, but they're having fun. Yeah. And you know what? They're going to keep each other around, and Sarah which is wants great. To stay another week. The two hot and heavy couples are Izzy and Vinny. Yeah. Because Izzy's going for the Vin, yeah. which I thought was funny. That's funny. Yeah. And Grace. Grace. Grant and Lace. Lace does not. I mean, I know that I mumble, and thanks for listening to the podcast. But Lace is like incoherent. Uh huh. I can't make out <laughs> one sentence that she's like, Grant protects me. Great moment that I almost missed when she, or almost missed when she sat down to talk to Grant about Josh and then Grant like moved out of the way and Josh was sitting directly <laughs> behind like, him. She's right like, there. oh, you're right here. I don't know. You're right there. <laughs> no, uh-huh. what did she say that was really funny? She had like a one-liner in the, like when she was getting interviewed. I can't remember. She's oh yeah. She goes, it's good to know that Grant has my back. And my front. <laughs> <laughs> In my front. And Great. Grant's like something about you, like the first time I saw you, something about the way you looked, your spider eyelashes, <laughs> and your smile. And the scent of vodka on your breath. <laughs> Grant obsessed. They're having fun. Izzy, I think they're gonna I make think it. Izzy and Vinny are just like I think Izzy likes Vinny more. I think so Vinny's too. like I worry. I fear for them. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't think he's going to choose her to leave paradise together. But you know what? They'll keep each other. He's playing playing the game. Yeah. He wants to be on television for as long as possible and get as many Instagram followers as humanly possible. Um, Next moment of drama, enter Kayla with the beautiful hair. So the twins, although they wear way too much makeup, they are beautiful and Somewhat funny and fun to watch. Okay, Which Emily is the one that wants to eat, sleep, and breathe Jared. She's obsessed with Jared. And Jared... As soon as Kayla... Anything. As soon as Kayla came in, Carly said it. Jared's eyes lit up like they never have before. And Kayla pulled him aside, and they obviously hit it off. And Emily started to get very nervous. They honestly look like a couple that would be like in a photo frame. Like they look... Yeah, they do. They look good together they're both tiny they make sense um so kayla asked jared out jared asked emily for permission she was very cool and chill about it yeah not Um, not crazy and then i like emily i think she's really sweet i like the twins they're nice girls they're a little mean girly but kayla who wouldn't be kayla and jared ended up riding horses into the sunset together Jared came home, broke Emily's heart. She cried. 
is she going to be, you know, who's going to keep her around? Unclear and, and at this who point. who consoled her? Lonely Nick. Lonely Nick. Nick is lonely boy. Nick is the hottest guy there and he has not one person to love. I kind of, I feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him because he could have gotten with Lee, I mean, sorry, Jubilee or one of the twins. But no, he only wanted Amanda Stanton. No, I think he just like wants to be with who he wants to be with. Like, he's not going to just be with someone. Like, damn Daniel and Sarah are only together because they're playing the game. Yeah. Nick is, I think, genuinely looking for someone to be with. Okay. You know? Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be leading on one of the twins. Or he'd be, I don't know, True. leading on Sarah or something. True. Nick, I just don't trust the fact that his edit is so good. And, like, how good he's coming off this season he's not a bad guy slept with like every producer oh that's that's them's fighting words i'm just saying like literally he could not be painted in a more positive light because honestly to cry on he's everybody's best friend i think he's a nice guy wears a little t-shirt dress shirt (laughs) he looks really cute i genuinely think he's a nice guy and that's why he gets a nice edit because they like him to the t-shirt dress shirt okay it's coming back so who got kicked off this week? Um, Christian. 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 We love Christian. He was on our podcast. We love Christian. He seems like interview. such a nice guy. He is such a nice guy. I mean, he came on our podcast. He got kicked off very early on in JoJo season. And now he's got kicked off on Bachelor in Paradise. What is it about these girls? They only want a bad boy. It's true. Christian, Christian deserves love. Solid, solid guy. And I really wish him all the best. Um, And then... Brandon. Brandon or Brendan, we're not even sure. In and out. Um, in and out. In and out uh, Haley sort of pulled a curveball on him and kept Nick around instead of Brandon. Probably like, because he had no idea that they tricked friends. him on the date. Right. That's stupid. Come on. They're identical twins. I can't tell them apart. I know. I can tell them apart based on what they're saying. So, like, if you're talking about Jared, then I know it's Emily. You still have no idea. Not a clue. <laughs> Not a clue. Um, next week is the female Chad is coming. Dun, dun, dun. Ashley. Oh, I, I was like, who's the female Chad? Well, she just like drama. drama yeah. Drama, the tears drama. already. But, so she's but in she said for... nothing's happened down there. So which leads me to believe she's still a virgin. Yeah. Man, Ashley, I better use it before she loses it because <laughs> she's only getting more plastic mm-hmm. I just her feel lips bad are for the just girl. getting bigger and bigger like her cry face is getting more inflated i know and she's so pretty kayla has always just kind of like freaked me out a little bit because she's so nice and so yeah pretty. there's just something that's like there's a little twinkle in her eye yeah. that just feels <laughs> like a little she's like bit crazy. like i was saying like, like something is gonna she snap. seems like a really controlling girlfriend that would like Watch everything you eat and watch everything you drink and dress you and not let you do anything fun. And I just keep thinking that she, like, maybe grew up in, like, a Wes Anderson movie because of, like, her dad who looked exactly like Bob Balaban, um, <laughs> who owns a toy factory. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She grew up in a toy factory. <laughs> she was very creepy. Um, but her hair is fantastic. And then all the other girls' hair looks so ratchet compared and before I never would have thought that yeah before I thought Amanda had a great half up half down <laughs> Kayla walks in and it's like literally a rat 
<laughs> and it looks like it's all real. Kayla's definitely all real. And if you go back and listen to our interview with Olivia, she was like, we were like, so we heard Kayla going on The Bachelor and she's on The Bachelor in Paradise. She's like, no, she's not. And we're like, but we saw that on the preview and she was like, she's not. She was supposed to, but she pulled out at the last minute. Well, it looks like she came back in. You were wrong, Olivia. Thanks for the hot tip. And she said, mentioned how she was dating in New York. Her and Olivia were both living in New York. Friends, guests, wasn't enough. She had to go back for more. Maybe she knew that Jared was going to be there, and she went specifically for him. Anyways, we've been talking too much because we have an amazing interview coming up right now with Robbie Hayes. Runner-up of this season of The Bachelorette, potentially the next Bachelor. We still don't know. It hasn't been revealed yet. It has not. And he also did say he had a very important announcement on August Coming 31st. up on August 31st. Um, he gave us a lot of scoop, a lot oh, yeah. of uh, juicy. stuff that happened off camera. Please subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Review us on iTunes. Please rate us on iTunes. Review. I know that we beg every week, but like we're just never gonna stop. We only have two reviews. We really need your help, please. Even a rating would be great. Right now, we don't even have enough ratings for them to show a rating. How sad is that? Help us! Help! Help! Thanks for listening. But if you think you're gonna get away from me, you better change your mind. You're going home. You're going home. Right. Robbie, <laughs> welcome. To the OG podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. We have so much to ask you. Yes. So you are currently in Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. Born and raised? Born and raised. Uh, I spent nine years in Atlanta. Uh, My family moved in uh, 2001, moved back in 2009. Uh, So I graduated high school from Atlanta. Cool. Now, we heard, because we talked to your buddy, Alex, a couple of weeks ago, who was so awesome and so nice, and he said that you guys were maybe, are you gonna are you making the move to L.A.? Are you going to move to L.A. and live together? That's what he told us was maybe <laughs> happening. L.A. is in the cards. I, I've got a short list. Um, I don't want to stay in Florida. I want to be in a big city, so I'm looking at Atlanta, L.A., and Denver right now. Oh, cool. What There's a with, lot of Bachelor alum in Denver. Everyone goes to Denver or lives in Denver from The Bachelor. There's a lot of people in Denver. My little brother just moved to Denver a couple mu- a couple months ago, so I went to visit him the week before the finale in L.A., and I stayed with him, and it was awesome. Let's talk about your little brothers for a second there. Um, how <laughs> old are they? Will I be arrested if I, you know, like reach out to them and try to slide into their DMs? <laughs> uh, I believe they're both single. Um, Patrick's 23. Jermichael's 25. Oh, one's in Denver. That's so- One's in Tallahassee School. That's totally yeah, they're super cute. Good they're jeans, really, really good cute. Good genes in the Hayes family. Good looking family. Good genes in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we've got our wine. Do you have your Moscow mules? No Moscow oh, mules? I, I used the rest of my ginger beer last night, so I've got fresca and vodka in my uh, mason jar. Okay, oh. good. As long as we're all drinking. I like your DIY cocktail. It's super <laughs> trendy. There you go. Mason jar. Okay, so... Obviously, you know, we want to know, how are you doing since The Bachelorette? Um, I'm good right now. Um, it was tough the month after Thailand. Um, I couldn't say anything. I couldn't, you know, go mm-hmm. out and 
put myself out there because I was potentially engaged. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to lay low and that kind of made the heartbreak kind of build up and bottle up inside. But my family helped, my friends helped. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, you kind of start to get over it. But as that time progresses, the the episodes get more intense. Not only your feelings with her, yeah. but all the other guys too. So I'm sitting there fast forwarding through all the other guys' parts, watching mine. Really? Bringing back those feelings. That way? So all that time getting over the heart. What's that? Was it just easier to not watch the other guys? Yeah, much easier. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's so. Real. As I watch myself fall more and more in love, you know, those feelings start coming back that I was working on getting over. And then they all culminate with me having to see her for the first time again at that after the final rose. Mm So it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, you start to get over it and then it comes right back and then it peaks at seeing her. And now you've got to work your way back getting through it again. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's not easy. Um, That being said, I'm happy that him and her are happy. So um, everything happens for a reason. Now, we know that you and Jordan were really good friends or are really good we're friends. Roommates. You guys were all roommates. You, uh, Chase, Jordan, Alex were kind of like core four. Um, how has, you know, the outcome of the show affected your friendship, affected your relationship? Yeah. Um, Jordan, Alex, and Chase and I were really close. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we called ourselves the garden. So we, we were really close. We stuck with each other. Um, since the show, I, I've gotten to spend time with Chase in Denver. Uh, when I went out there, I saw him a bunch. Uh, I went out to see Alex for July 4th and spent mm-hmm. uh, three days at his house in San Diego. Right. He told um, us that. I've seen Jordan once. Um, and it was actually by accident. I ran into him in LAX just randomly uh, while the show was airing. super strange. Um, we, we dropped our bags, you know, ran into each other, huge hug, all that. Yeah. Made a scene in the, in the airport, that's for sure. But, um, you know, I talked to Jordan as much as I can. And the only thing that's gotten difficult since then is it's, it's hard to get in touch with him. He's got so much going on. Um, and like you guys said, he was my best friend during the show. We, we roomed together every single place we went until they separated us. So uh, it's difficult. I wish we could be close. I wish we could talk, hang out, do trips and stuff together, but given the circumstances and the situations, mm-hmm. that's not that it's not appropriate. It's just different. It's hard. It just needs a little distance at the moment. I I feel you. So obviously, like, you did find love on the show, and you do believe that you can find love in this format. Um, so would you consider going back on reality TV? If they asked you to be The Bachelor? If they asked me to be The Bachelor, uh, yes, I would consider it. Um, You know, the whole process wasn't just hard on me. It was also hard on the people that are close to me. My family, you know, dealing with all the scrutiny in the outside world while I'm out there filming, all the rumors going around. You know, they take that to heart and they're Mm -hmm. sensitive about that. So it was hard on them, too. Um, And and being in that, that spotlight, that lead role, would only lead to more of that scrutiny. So... It would be something I'd have to sit down and talk to them about. Um, it would be something I'd have to sit down and talk to my close friends about. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, uh, I learned through that process not to rule out any avenue to find love. And knowing that I found it, I'd give it a shot. You know, in the edit of the show, I think I'm like the first to say, and I'm sure you experienced this, like I gave you a hard time. I gave you a hard time for a long time watching the show. And in the last couple of weeks, you really 
God, you won me over, Robbie. Um, I think so much of it. You wear your heart on your sleeve, you know? That's and sometimes what... people just don't think well, that it's possible. And I'm I'm such a skeptic oh. of that. And yeah. I guess it was seeing you interact with her family, seeing her interact with yours. Well, I, I think that's... I think that's why people were so quick to jump the gun when I was mm -hmm. the first one to tell her I love you. Because mm -hmm. I do wear my heart on the sleeve. And that may come across different when I'm telling someone I love them. But then when I'm expressing to her parents how I want their blessing, it comes off as the sweetest thing ever. So it's a double-edged <laughs> sword. And I couldn't really win in the situation. But um, I, I don't know if you guys watched Ben's season. Joe's mom told her at hometown, you know, if this is what you want and you're going to go at it, go 150%. And that's literally what I did. I left it all out there, and it was a pretty epic, epically publicly televised heartbreak. So, um, it was worth it. I would do it all over. How long did it take you to fall in love with JoJo? Like, when did you know? Because you you said it pretty early on. And how did you know? Like, what yeah. you know? I think we all have like a moment where like it clicks. Yeah, like a light bulb. If you guys noticed, I wasn't really relevant in the first three episodes because. All the powers that be wanted you to talk about was Chad. And right. I said, look, I'm not here for Chad. I'm here for Joe. I'm not going to sit in this interview and talk about how much meat he's eating. I'm going to talk about her. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't really relevant in the first three episodes. And then when Chad's gone, all of a sudden, I take off. You know, I've got right. a great date on the pool table. Then I get my one-on-one. -on -one. I tell her I love her. Mm -hmm. The first kiss they showed was me at the pool party. That was like our fourth kiss. Like we had spent a lot of time together before really? that. They didn't show any of the stuff any of that so but I think the way I knew confuses I, yeah go on the way I knew I was falling in love was you know that second week I didn't get a date and um, after how great the first week went when I got my first kiss that they didn't show and spent good time with her on the firefighter date I was sad I was depressed I was upset I was you know wanting more time I was angry at some at something I couldn't figure out what it was and I sat down and said find the positive in this the reason you're feeling this way is because this girl's pulling these feelings out of you. You care about her. Mm. And so at the pool party, I told her that. From there on, it was just a steady incline of our feelings towards each other. And also something they didn't show was on the cliffs in Uruguay, mm -hmm. our second jump on our one-on-one, she, uh, right before we jumped off, she told me how she felt about me. She said, you know, I really, really like you, Robbie. And I was like, hold up, wait a second. Are you even allowed to say that? Like, mm -hmm. what'd you say? Say it again? And um, they didn't show that, and I wanted to say it right then and there. But mm -hmm. I told her I loved her, but there was a few things I needed to get off my chest at dinner, which I did before I said it, and then I said it. So mm -hmm. um, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you know how you feel about her, but you have no idea how she feels about you because your feelings could be in left field. Like, she can't give you those affirmations verbally because mm -hmm. she's got 20 other guys there. Mm -hmm. So, so when she said yeah. And she's when been she instructed to not to, to a degree, I'm sure, by producers. I said I'm not in left field. I'm, you know, I'm on the pitcher's mound, pitching down the middle. My feelings are right where I thought they were. So a lot, the whole show's premise is basically, and all the social media accompanying was if she could trust you, if she could trust Jordan, if you guys were in it for the right reasons. But did don't you have those feelings too of fear? Like, what if I choose this girl and she's not like gonna reciprocate to me like that's a scary thing that's, to be like um, I'm in love with this girl that all these other guys are in love with and I'm gonna propose to her and I could very well get my heart broken and be humiliated etc etc because you want your proposal um, to be a one-time thing in life I think 
I had that conversation with Joe. Um, during hometowns, she sat me down and said, you know, life's not going to be the same for you after this, Robbie. You're going to be a you know, hometown sweetheart. Everyone's going to want pictures with you. You're going to mm -hmm. be remembered. And I said, that's fine. Like, I said a, a cute little flirtatious comment. I said, well, who better to help me through it than you since you've been in my shoes? And um, the final date, when she came to my hotel room the night before proposals, I flipped it on her. I said, look, like, just like you told me in hometowns, my life's gonna be different. Well, yours is too. You're no longer one of 26 fighting for a guy. You're America's Bassarette. Like, mm -hmm. you, you, you're going on Dancing with the Stars, you're presenting awards at the Billboard Awards, you can be with any guy you want. What's gonna keep you with the sales rep from Florida? And, you know, she reassured me. It's something that I brought up to her brothers, which they, they didn't show um, any of me talking to her brothers. Um, I asked them, you know, can she stay grounded? Can she? Am I going to put myself out there, propose to her, get engaged, and then her move on to the next best thing because she can? Um, and they all said, no, she's grounded, and I believed them. Um, you know, she's she's been confident, mature, and classy throughout the entire journey. So um, I took their word for it and her word for it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, speaking of JoJo's family, they loved you. They were urging her to choose you or at least that's the way the you know the edit turned out um was that hard to watch back was that one of the harder things to watch back you know she told me when she was breaking up with me that you know she didn't know why it wasn't me she loved me and her entire family wanted it to be me mm -hmm. um i had a sense of that before that even happened before right. even watching it back like that day i spent with her family I walked out of there saying, oh my God, that couldn't have gone better. Like, I, I think I was able to relate so much because she's the youngest of five, I'm the oldest of five, and we both have loud, outgoing families. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she came to my hometown, she jumped right in, didn't skip a beat, and I think that happened with me and her family. So, um, it didn't surprise me at all. Uh, I mean, yeah, it made me more sad because, um, I, I mean, I do feel like there might have been a wrong decision made, but um, like I said, if they're happy, they're happy, and I'm happy for them, so I, I don't know how to answer that. Is that really, do you still feel that way? If let's say, you know, in an alternate universe, JoJo and Jordan don't work out, and she realizes I made a mistake, and she reaches out to you, can you still trust her? Would you take that chance with her? I would answer that phone call 100%. Mm. Um, would I get back with her? That's something we'd have to talk about. You know, I don't, I don't want to be someone's second choice for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. um, that would, I would, that wouldn't sit with me very well. There'd be a lot of a but with that being, yeah. With that being said, she does hold a special place in my heart, and she mm -hmm. always will. Um, mm -hmm. I fell in love with her, and she set the standards for the girl that I'm going to end up with. Mm -hmm. um, once it's all said and done. But um, with that being said, I do know people make mistakes and people deserve second chances. So. Absolutely. I mean, for the Bachelor fans out there, the Molly and Jason situation where he chose another girl on the fun finale, he ended up going back with the other right, girl, right, right. Molly. And they are in love and have a baby. And anyway. So, you know, talking about moving forward and moving on, past the show are you obviously sound like you still have very strong feelings for Jojo but you're you're working on it you're moving on and accepting but are you dating are you wanting to be single right now like what's next for you 
you know, in your love life? Um, I'm enjoying being single right now. Uh, you know, I talked to a few people here and there, but I haven't dove into something that could lead to something that's forever because it is still pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I also need to spend a lot of time with myself because there's a lot of stuff I got asked to do during the show that I, since I was under contract, I couldn't do, such as a podcast like this mm-hmm. or uh, commercials for TV, mm-hmm. news segments, photo shoots, interviews, Q&As, all that stuff that I'm not allowed to do while I'm still on the show. Right. I had to schedule for after right. August 1st when I got off. So I'm really busy right now um, doing appearances and stuff like that. Um, and then eventually in about a month and a half, two months, I'm going to have to find that landing spot between those cities I'm deciding and then hopefully settle down and, you know, look for a stable job and maybe start a family. Are you enjoying all the personal appearance stuff or are you kind of just like, I want my privacy back. This was, you know, not what I intended or are you kind of into it? Oh, no, I love it. I really don't mind it. You know, one of the great things and people ask me like, is it annoying that you get stopped all the time? You can't walk through Publix or Starbucks without someone wanting a picture? And I'm like, you know, if that's the hardest part of my day, having to sit there and smile for five seconds to make someone else's day, then uh, lucky me, right? So I enjoy being able to make people's day. Like I had a girl come up to me crying at the airport the other day, and I'm like, I'm just robbing. Like, you don't need to be crying. Is your social media just like blowing up with all these girls trying to message you and talk to you? I've got girls messaging me. I've got moms trying to set me up with daughters. <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Getting invited to bachelorette parties. I'm like, I can't do this stuff. <laughs> okay, can we take it back just a little bit and tell us, like, how did you huh? get on the show in the first oh, place? Oh, uh, my little sister nominated me. Um, yeah. So my brothers and I took a pretty funny picture over Christmas, um, and it kind of went viral. Uh, it got reposted by Bros Being Basic, and it got, like, thousands of likes. And bachelorette. <laughs> Bachelorette ABC actually commented on it. My sister saw that. And so I guess it gave her the bright idea to um, nominate me. Mm-hmm. And about three weeks later, towards the end of January, I got a call asking me to go through the process. And so I started from there. And then uh, March 13th, they flew me out. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. 27. Why do you hate socks? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you hate socks? Oh, good question. So, I don't hate them, but a couple reasons. Um, The company I worked for, I'm not a former competitive swimmer. I I worked for uh, a pool sales company who built all nine pools in Rio for the Olympics that just happened. Um, That was actually my last job uh, before I quit. We we booked all nine pools in Rio for the Olympics, so I controlled the east coast of the United States. Um, It was an Italian company, so I was in Italy. 10 times over four years, and they have that style, you know, the low ankle loafers with no socks. So I adapted it. Also, to throw on top of that, if you look at any grown man who's had an eight to five, that's over the age of 40, that's been dressing in suits every day, you can tell from their shin down, they have no hair from those socks. It rubs and wears and tears, and so they have no hair halfway down their shin. And I'm like, well, I'll kill two birds with one stone, I'll be fashionable, and I'll still have hair on my legs. So. Yes, to uh, men with hair. That was Amen. such a logical response that I was not <laughs> expecting, and I appreciate it so much. So why did they put former competitive swimmer then? Yeah, what's up with that? Because we wanted to ask you all about your swimming career. And, and we made fun of all the guys all season for not having any jobs, but clearly you guys did. Oh, that, I, my last competitive swim race was 2012 Olympics. Over 
four and a half years ago. So, Wait, so you, were, just in did that you were in the Olympics? I qualified for the Olympic trials to try to make it to the Olympics. So I qualified okay. in five events. You have to get top four. My best place was 14th. Wow. And is that when you cross paths with Phelps? <laughs> Phelps and Lochte, yeah. Wow. So like, I'd like to see the three of you on the team. town. Yeah. We have fun together. Lochte's <laughs> a, he's a wild child. Since you're so stylish, what do you think of Lochte's hair situation? Oh, I, I think he's just having fun with it. I don't think he's going to keep it like that. I think he's just having fun with it. And then it, so, I mean, we've kind of talked a lot about JoJo and all that stuff, and I'm sure it's, like, not the easiest or best to relive. But what would you say, you know, is, like, what do you think of the portrayal that they gave you? And, you know, what do you wish that they maybe would have shown that they didn't? Because you have, you've actually been, you know, one of the few people who have, you know, you you remember very specific big moments in your relationship with JoJo that were edited out. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that we say is left on the production floor. So um, stuff I wish was shown. Did you guys watch throughout the season the the Clorox bleachable moments? Yeah. The deleted scenes or whatever yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. So there was one of us uh, in the carriage in my, my hometown where we're having fun and it, we're like about to fall off because the horse won't stay still and then we bump into the back of a car and the alarm goes off. And then there's another one of us in Tokyo on the dunk machine <laughs> where she's, you see those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are like the fun, flirtatious moments that really established and built the foundations of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Like if you think that I fell in love with Jojo and Jojo fell in love with me, just because of all the drama, because that's all they showed, between mm -hmm. drama, between my ex, between all that, um, you're crazy. And it sucks that they don't show those fun, flirtatious moments, because those are the cute things that all the girls are looking for. Mm -hmm. So it was a shame that I spent a nine-hour day with her in my hometown, you know, half in San Marco, I mean, half in St. Augustine, in the streets, in the cobblestone, in the horse carriage, in the boat, and then half at dinner with my family, and all that was talked about was my ex-girlfriend. Like, mm -hmm. they squeezed nine hours into 12 minutes, and it was focused around my drama. We had mm -hmm. so much fun, and they don't show any of the fun little goofy antics that we do. So it's, And those really are. You need are, ratings, Those Robbie. are the things that build, that build a relationship. But, you know, we would not be good podcasting journalists if we didn't ask about this ex-girlfriend. And have you talked to her since the show? Have you know? Did you kind of say like, why did you throw this whole competition for me? Do I, you have... I have not talked to her since we broke up in uh, last week of December, first week of January. I haven't talked to her. That's probably best. It is. Uh, overall, what would you say is your peak and your pit of this entire journey? Peak being the best part, and pit just the worst part or the hardest thing about it. Oh, this is going to sound really weird to you guys. You know, the pit was obviously the last day. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was about to propose and I watched all those future plans, all those uh, things down the road that we had talked about doing together, sharing a life together, sail away over the Thailand horizon. Like that was my heart broke, obviously. So that mm -hmm. was the pit. Um <laughs> The peak was the same day. Um, it was hearing her tell me she loved me, even though she let me go. 
uh, because that's something that I had been waiting for for four weeks since Uruguay. It's something that, you know, I wasn't crazy and so confident in my feelings that I was blinded by her loving someone else. And mm -hmm. so in the end, I'm kind of weirdly, I told you this is going to sound weird, I'm thankful she told me that because... Mm -hmm. Well, it just justifies it I, how you felt. I didn't waste 10 weeks loving someone who didn't love me, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Um, it's something that I had been dying to hear her tell me um, and knowing that she did fall in love with me um, I don't know it, it helped me sleep slightly better that night but mm -hmm. I don't know pit and peak same day well I think it just it makes you feel like you weren't you know duped the whole time that like you loved she loved you back and you loved for yeah. a reason yeah all right so let's do some fun fan questions. Um, okay, we have a question from Mary Kate Newell on Instagram. She says, Robbie, who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, ooh. Um, it's a good one. It was, it was Carrie Underwood until she got married. So um, And then uh, I moved on to Margot Robbie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, me too. And <laughs> she is something else. She really Can I just say that because I, I told Alex his celebrity doppelganger, and who do people tell you that you look like? Me? Yeah. I've heard uh, Will Forte. Yeah. Um, Episode I've heard one. Bradley Cooper. Episode one of The Bachelor. I was like, oh my God, who is hot Will Forte? Who is this person? <laughs> Like, it's crazy. I've heard that in Bradley. Okay. Uh, our friend Kyle McKeever on Instagram wants to know, does he use a blow dryer and a straightener or just a blow dryer? What is the process? I wish I knew how to use a blow dryer. In fact, I tried to get Jordan <laughs> Rogers to teach me while we were in Uruguay, but I can't do the <laughs> double thing going on thing. I, I wish I could. Trust me, it would, it would make my life easier, but I can't use it. So I just kind of get it in place with my uppercut featherweight and let it dry. No product? Yeah, uppercut featherweight. Oh, okay. Who makes that? Uppercut. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a really stupid question. Okay. Um, if you were the next Bachelor, and there's a lot of polls going on the internet, um, what would you be looking for? Like, what would be the number one quality? Um, um, Joe taught me to look for a girl who carries herself with confidence, elegance, and class. And I'm mm. not used to that in past relationships. Um, there's been insecurity sure. issues and sure. immaturity issues that I've had to deal with. And luckily, I didn't run into that with Joe. So moving forward, a girl that can carry herself um, with those three traits, confidence, class, and elegance, that's that's what I'm looking for. All right. Can you just – we have Christina. She's on Twitter, ready, set, rock, 75. And she wants to know, can you describe your fans in two words? <laughs> describe what? Your fans in two words. My fans? Yeah. Uh, unconditional love. Oh, that's, oh that's really sweet. And crazy. I, I, I've gotten a lot of love. It's, it's been comforting. My parents get 
Facebook messages all the time. You raise such a great kid. It's it's nice. It's good stuff. So one more fan question is, um, is there anyone in Bachelor Nation that you have your eye on? Previous contestants? Uh, you know, I've I've been fortunate enough to meet some people from last season. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm looking outside Bastard Nation. Mm. Um, you know, that's a small family. Um, I don't know how well it works out, or I don't know. I don't have my eye on anyone in Bastard Nation, but I'm not opposed to it either. So, mm. speaking of Bachelor sorry, Nation, sorry if that doesn't really question. No, it's a very no, diplomatic cool. answer and a smart one. Speaking of Bachelor Nation, are you watching Bachelor in Paradise? Yes, I am. Would you go yeah, on Bachelor in Paradise? Oh. It's a show my mom promised me to never be a part of. Mm. Your mom made you promise to never be a part of. <laughs> I think do, do your mom a proud and uh, and keep that promise. You never know. You can I find love. Good. People have. Who knows? We'll see who finds it this year. I'm sure people are, the producers are knocking on your door on a daily basis asking you. If Nick Vile went back, anything's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Nick Vile. Have you met Nick Vile? I met him. I went to dinner with him at um, after the final rose. Oh, First time I met him, peeps. there were four or five of them there promoting uh, yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. Mm. Jubilee. So I had dinner FBI. with Lace Morris, uh, Carly Waddle, um, Ashley uh, Ashley L. Yeah. Um, is it weird like hanging out with Bachelor Nation? Are you like, who are these people? We can all relate to each other. We all know kind of the insides and outs of what we went through. So it's neat. I like it. I'd like to meet more. Unfortunately, like um, since I was, I mean, not unfortunately, but I was top two. So I didn't get to do the mental all where, mm -hmm. you know, they get to meet everyone from Ben season afterwards and they all go out together. So I've kind of been sheltered towards all that. But it's cool getting out and meeting some of them. That is cool. All right. I mean, I think those are all of our big questions. Is there anything you want to tell your fans and your Canadian fans and, you know, we want people to know about you that we don't know? That's pretty much everything. I've got big things on the horizon. I might have a, uh, a big announcement August 31st, so everyone stay tuned. What oh, is amazing. It? Oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> if you can't see, those I'm are out. scary eyes. Teaser. That's that's very juicy. We're very excited. Um, thank you so much. Oh, we we wish you all the best. We know really. you have so many girls chasing you, so we really appreciate you making time for us. <laughs> You're having me.